Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. Hey, it's Caroline. This is Bloody Happy Hour. This is Bloody Happy Hour, and this is Tuesday. We do our quickie, and we just get right into it and tell you what's going on, the latest in the news, and um, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, let's tell them about our sponsor, though. Oh yeah, we have um, a little package uh, called Manscaped, Um, and you know what? It's never too early to play that holiday music, April, and to start thinking about some gifts, so whether it's for family or for friends... Um, you can make this season a little bit more jolly with some Manscaped. Am I right? Yes. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use that lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. That we don't we don't need that. We don't need that. Uh, then you get to add Manscaped's top of the line shower products to get people thinking. All I want for Christmas is you. And you know Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. So should you. So let's look nice whenever it's time to get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code BHH for free shipping and 20% off. Guys, this platinum package has each product from Best Selling Performance Package Plus, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner, and Ultra Premium Deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh for your Santa hat to your candy cane. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature <sighs> propriety. What? These words are challenging. Uh, advanced skill safe technology to protect your delicate presence. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue clearing the snow out of your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a 4000K LED on it, so you can turn the light on and run away like Rudolph. <laughs> And now that you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Platinum Package Shower Products. All of the Manscaped shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling super hydrated and smelling extra fresh. But smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. The Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve that stank problem all day long. Stank. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. (laughs) The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, you can add brand new Body Buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old nasty loofah. Yeah, we don't need that thing. So go to 
Uh, Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BHH. Once again, Manscaped.com. 20% off using code BHH. And get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. So, in the news today. Yeah. Right now. Um, before I get started on my two, do you have any updates from any of the previous stories? Um, so let's see the latest on Delphi. I mean, not Delphi, Idaho, the the latest on Idaho. Oh yeah. Forgot that too. Um, on Idaho is, you know, they saw that they have that white car that they're out there looking for the Hyundai, um, and last night I was watching News Nation with Brian Enton, aka News Daddy, and <laughs> they were talking about how they had some um, surveillance footage from a convenience store. A convenience store owner took a screenshot or a picture of the video and sent it in because it looked like a that a white car was speeding by at around like I think three forty five a.m. that same night. And so that's sent over to the police. And then a liquor store nearby also saw, has surveillance. So they went and collected surveillance from all. And I feel like they had to have had this like weeks ago. And maybe, I don't know. They just, I think they just have so much more than they have said. And also it was revealed by Kaylee's dad that her body was extra, extra stabby's dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, did see that. Like organs were yeah. really mutilated. Yeah. Um shout out to I think it was the I don't know if it was the convenience store worker or the liquor store worker. I think it's convenience store. That um in our own time reviewed oh, yeah. hours and hours yeah. and hours of footage yeah. of that night and before and after just to try to spot that car. Yep. And she wasn't even at work that night, but she was DTF. Shout out for being down to fine. Yeah. Whoever you are. Um, so, I mean, there's not much no. big news. They haven't done any conferences. They just kind of updates here and there. But um, hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. soon. Um, let me do a little quick update on um, Quentin Simon uh-huh. and Leilani, his mama, who was arrested, I think, last week or something. Um, she has been officially indicted on 19 charges, including Jeez. two counts of... Uh, counts of felony, two counts of felony murder and one count each of malice murder and concealing the death of another in connection with the death of young Quentin Simon. Yeah. 19. Wow. What do you have, why are you on two counts of murder? You murdered one person, but it counts twice? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So there's your updates, but let me tell you what I found. So this is... Old news that's new news right now. So, have you ever heard of the NFL player Antonio Armstrong? Former. So. Former. <coughs> okay, so oh, in no. July of 2016, where this is in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. Antonio Armstrong and his wife Dawn were sleeping in their bed in their Bel Air condo in Houston area, and... They were shot, shot mm-hmm. and killed by a twenty-two caliber pistol. Antonio was shot once in the head. Ma, um, Don, wife, was shot twice in the head. <coughs> they had been married for 16 years. He played football at A&M, so the fellow Aggie was drafted into the NFL and 
played for the Miami Dolphins for a little while, for the 49ers for a little while, Think and then went to the Canadian League, and then after retirement, he put his money to work and opened up some gyms, some health and fitness gyms okay. in the Houston area. Mm-hmm. He was also an associate pastor at his church, a motivational speaker, so he was doing some good stuff. He was very productive after retirement, right? They had two kids together, Antonio Armstrong Jr., and then a daughter named Kyra. <coughs> Excuse me. Antonio was 16, Kyra was 14, but they also had a stepson named Josh, okay? okay. So, and this was Don's kid before she met Antonio. So, Josh had a different dad. <coughs> Let me play... So on the morning of July 29th, there was a 911 call about 1.40-ish in the morning. Let me play this for you. Place where Antonio Armstrong Sr. and wife Dawn were shot. Both died. On the phone with 911, the couple's son, Junior, or AJ, appeared confused, panicked while answering questions. The dispatcher asks if medical attention was needed in AJ's parents' bedroom. AJ responded, yes, and their door is cracked open. Later, the dispatcher asks if gunshots AJ heard sound like a handgun, rifle, or shotgun. I'm not good with guns, AJ replies, but I guess like a, I don't know, um, 15 or something like that. I know my dad has a gun underneath the, God, where does he keep his gun? AJ asks aloud, eventually saying, I think he keeps it in the drawer right next to his bed. Houston police were on their way at this point, and A.J. not a suspect then. The dispatcher then directs him to wake up his 12-year-old sister. Later, during that 911 call, A.J., who today stands trial, accused of killing his parents, can be heard saying something unthinkable, possibly self-incriminating. Quote, it's all my fault. Okay, so they haven't released that I've seen the official 911 call because what you'll learn is we're still in trial for this. So sometimes when they release the call, it kind of desensitizes the call and they want the call to be an impact, I guess, Mm. in the courtroom. So police got there. Parents were shot. AJ made a call. He woke up his sister and then he... Then the police came, right? So when police got there, they saw no sign of forced entry into their house. There were not any open windows, no way to get inside the house besides um, the front door, like how they how they got in, right? Then on the first floor, this is a three-story condo, the murder weapon was on the table, and so was a note, handwritten note in all caps. And the note said, I've been watching for a long time. Get oh. me? Oh. Just yeah. <clears throat> so they took the gun. They processed it. No fingerprints. It was totally clean. No DNA. But what they also realized is that the alarm had not been triggered, nor had it been turned off until the police got on the scene. So if it was like a break-in... The alarm would have been triggered. They had windows connected to it, all the entries connected to it. So this led the police to believe that somebody inside the house could have committed that murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> so they call 
stepbrother, Josh. This is all that night, right? Mm -hmm. And Josh shows up, and there are reports that Josh was high and smelling like weed. Okay. So this is Texas, and in some areas, and for some people, that makes you real sus, right? (coughs) Sorry, y'all had a coughing fit right before. Okay, so the daughter was questioned, and put in the back of the cop car and her hands were bagged mm-hmm. bagged like with plastic so that they can test for GSR. Yeah. Son AJ did the same thing. They put him in a separate car, bagged his hands, went back and tested it so that they can test for GSR and I'm pretty sure they did that to Josh too. Um I couldn't find anywhere the results of the GSR like if any of them had it, I have to think that they're saving that for uh-huh. trial. So, police finished like processing the place. They found a bullet hole in the ceiling of the second floor. So, on the second floor, they look up, there's a bullet hole in the ceiling. So, they follow it to the third floor, and that bullet hole is in the floor of AJ Jr.'s room. Oh. Oh, the bullet? The bullet hole. The bullet hole. So, uh, somebody shot a gun and it went through his floor and came out through the second, um, second floor. So he's on the third floor, came through the second oh, floor. Oh. Then in the closet was pillows and comforters balled up with bullet holes in the pillow and in the comforter. So what are you thinking? Um, was he trying to shoot himself through the pillow? <clears throat> the police said <laughs> that he was practicing using the gun and muffling the gun sound. So you'll see on movies, they put the pillow over their head, then they shoot the gun because it muffles the gun sound. So he had been practicing in his room, supposedly shooting through his comforter and through the pillow so that there's not a loud sound because there's a condo. So it's not just like their condo. They have neighbors. Like it looks like apartment complex style type thing. (coughs) Also... Um, they found a crack pipe in oh. AJ Jr.'s room. Okay. And so he now seems sketchy. Was Hunter Biden with him? Hunter Biden was oh, not okay. with him. <laughs> Turns out AJ, so they started questioning family, questioning people around them. Turns out AJ had got kicked out of the private school that his parents paid for. For drugs, selling drugs, distributing drugs, and he was getting in so much trouble. He was, like, speeding in his car. He was taking money. Like, he was 16, and he was living like Hunter Biden <laughs> at 16 years old. <laughs> Strippers, hookers. <laughs> everything, everything, everything. Drugs, guns. And then, during when they interviewed him, they said that he had weird behavior. Like, he wasn't sad. He couldn't really say anything good about his mom or his dad. Um, and then in the interview, randomly, he said that he saw a masked man inside the house. But on the phone call, he told the people that he was hiding in his closet because he was scared. So now he's changing his story. Oh, hell. Okay. So police are thinking, could AJ Jr. have done this? Now they're interviewing Kyra, the sister. And, you know, they asked the typical question. Is there anybody that you think would want to hurt your parents? Are they feuding with anybody? 
Kyra says, well, my stepbrother Josh, stepbrother that's older, <clears throat> him and my dad didn't really get along. My dad wasn't his biological dad. He was there, but he wasn't there. Like, he was distant. He acted like he was the black sheep of the family. He was jealous and said that our that the parents loved them more than they loved Josh. And um, he was violent. He was using drugs. And that he was hearing voices in the weeks leading up to the murders. He had multiple personalities. And he would go into the bathroom for hours and he would be in there talking to himself. So now police are like, oh, could this be Josh? Could this be AJ? This is just so weird. They've ruled out that anybody could have penetrated the house. So it had to be somebody within the family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Josh actually wasn't there. So they concluded that little 16-year-old AJ Jr. killed his parents and they arrest him. And he goes to trial for his murder. Jury deliberated for 19 hours. And when they came back, it was a hung jury. Eight people said not guilty. Four people said guilty. Because the lawyer did his job. Oh, was it Jose Baez? I don't know. Baez? No. no. Whatever. He brought in a reasonable doubt. He made Brother Josh look sketchy. So if you he wasn't there. Doesn't matter. He would have access. He would know how to get in there. So, AJ goes back to jail. Now, his family is supporting him. Like, the grandparents, the aunts and uncle, they support AJ. They don't really support Josh. Trial number two just happened this month. Oh. That's why it's in the news right now. Because it happened in 2016. He went to trial. They retried. um, End of November, hung jury. Again. again, eight and four again, but this time it is eight for guilty, guilty for not for okay. not guilty. So they're getting a little bit closer, and so they are supposed to go for the third trial in February of 2023. And so the defense, the defense wants to try it again. The thing is, there's no new evidence. You just got to hope that you find a jury that thinks that AJ is guilty. So my question is, what do you think? Yes. Guilty. guilty. All the way. Yeah. Yeah. I And this is, here's a here's a, a semi number for you. Don't quote me. Do you know that if somebody is murdered in the house, the person who calls 911, there is like a big, like less than half, but close to half of the people who call 911 have done the murder. Like Matt Baker. Think of Matt Baker. Right. I'm thinking of the Idaho. <clears throat> yes, or the Idaho case. Um, and, but that's why I remember the Levi King story. Little Robin Doan called 911, and I told you that, like, popped up in my head that what if she did it? But because that percentage is so high. Oh so he's gosh. on trial. Most of <clears throat> the people think that he is um, guilty. But the thing is, you have to... Beyond what, a reasonable doubt. Where is this? What state? It's in Houston. It's right down the road. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, that's, I'm thinking about. Uh, Bel Air. No, I'm thinking about Florida, and I'm thinking about a de- the death sentence case. Like, sometimes you have to have a unanimous, and, or, or, but that's. Everything has to be unanimous. Well, no, I, I'm thinking about the Parkland, but that was a different 
kind of a case that was the death death penalty phase of oh. that of his trial because mm-hmm. he didn't really have a trial because he said he was guilty, but he had they had the death sentence trial. There was like one person who said no, and everybody else said yes, but mm-hmm. it has to be unanimous. So then it was like you're not guilty. Wow. And there's no hung. It's just yeah, full or it's all or nothing, I guess. Mm. But that's that's probably just Florida and for the death. But so this is in okay. So this is in Houston. The trial. And they're going to do it again. Houston. They're going to do it again. It's going to be the third one. Third time's a charm. If they, It's kind of like our Jessica Chambers chase. Right? I was, they're on the third trial. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Um, and they, but they tried. The Jessica Chambers chase case, they didn't really try. They were like two hours in and they're like, we can't agree. They are like 18 and 19 hours deliberating, trying to come to a conclusion. And I've been on a jury and you have bullheaded people that are like just will not move will not move i find it interesting like are they still doing it in are they moving it around at all because are i don't know surely Houston's people so big. i know but like yeah i mean i haven't heard of this case which i mm-hmm. could be on the jury yeah. if i was there and now a word from our sponsors Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine, wine and vinyl. vinyl. <laughs> so check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> Bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about.
Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. And then to end, we got a MWW. Um, Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, <work>. Wednesday. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday. Missing Wednesday. White Woman, your favorite. <laughs> Damn. Her name is Eris Hammock. She's 24. She went missing in Sacramento, California on December 9th. Okay. She left her house Friday afternoon. She still lived at home with her parents. But, and she just told her parents she was going, going out. And, but she never came back. And so the evening came and it's just not like her. So mom called her, didn't answer. Dad called, didn't answer. They texted her. She didn't text back. Well, that handy dandy find my, uh, not find my iPhone, yeah. like 360 type thing. Oh, life they had it on their yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they tracked her and they, then they saw her like at a kind of busy, like restaurant type area to where. They were like, oh, she's probably hanging out with friends. She's at a restaurant. So they didn't think about it until she didn't call back again. So they go to where her car, I mean, where her phone had been pinging. They go to this parking lot, and it's like a building, cul-de-sac, and like an ice cream shop's there, some restaurants there. Like it's a busy, high-trafficked area. (coughs) And they see her car. But they don't, she's not in any of the businesses around there. And in her car keys were inside the car and the door was unlocked. Inside the car, her credit cards were in that little console, her driver's license, her wallet, everything was right there. And they described her as very careful. Like she, she believed in like safety and security, I guess. Like she never would have just left her doors unlocked. She never would have left her wallet and things sitting out because mm-hmm. the wrong person sees it, right? And and busts your window. And um they called the phone while they were inside the car and her phone was stuck in the glove compartment. She's not she's twenty four. Her 24. phone was in the glove compartment. Okay. Yeah. So a typical twenty four year old is not gonna go into anywhere probably none of us now are just going to leave our phone on the glove compartment right no so they got the phone they looked at the phone and they noticed that everything had been deleted from her phone for the last six months all phone calls in the last six months all text messages all emails any data from the last six months it's just a weird timeline it's very weird very weird 
So since then, video footage has appeared, and it shows her walking and with her phone, Mm-hmm. And she's looking for, it just looks like she's looking, like she looking for someone, is she looking for some place, like trying to find a certain place. They see her like in the main parking lot area, but then they also see her turn the corner and go around to an alley. Mm-hmm. And that footage, they kept looking and kept looking, never shows her coming back through and getting into her car. So how did her phone get in her car? How did her stuff get into her car? And where is Eris Hammock right now? I don't know. Police have no leads. No leads. The dad was on Nancy Grace to me. And so we wait. Yeah. Eris, A-E-R-I-S. Well, I'm kind of upset because I have not been able to listen to those episodes, so I have nothing to contribute. Well... (laughs) They are trying to see if she has dating apps, right? Because could she have swiped somebody, like been meeting up for a date? Um, How old is she? 24. So there's your two news stories to follow. We got a court case. Caroline can watch for us in February 2023 for the Armstrong case. Uh, uh, Is it even on TV? Is it televised? I don't know. Okay. Okay, we do that. I'm only doing televised one. Thanks. Actually, uh, the Murdaugh case they had a they had a pretrial hearing mm-hmm. recently about blood spatter and a bunch of other stuff. But that that trial is starting in five weeks. When it's over, I need you to do the story because I don't know. I only know bits and pieces. It, it's there's so much mm-hmm. that it, it's multi series. Multi. Yeah. It's so in depth, but um, I will definitely be talking about that when it comes around. It's it's happening in January. Um, Courtney Clinney, the OnlyFans murder trial was supposed to be sometime in December. It got pushed back to like April or whatever. Um, and then the suitcase trial is coming up at some point, but we'll see. There we go. Okay, y'all don't forget to go to manstakescape.com code BHH, 20% off and free shipping. Don't forget to send this podcast to somebody else. Tell some friends, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want us to tell everybody about your business, then you can email us at bloodyhappyhour at gmail.com and we can tell you about some sponsorship opportunities. Caroline, don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.